Psalm 100. Psalm 100. Listen very carefully what I like about, about our faith. Life is very complex. Life is complex. You must understand that life is complex. And to succeed in life, you need anything that works needs a method. You have to understand that. Life is complex. As long as you and I are on planet Earth, I'm telling you, it is a, to live life is just, just wake up. I mean, there was this, there was this um, young eight-year-old kid who died in London. Now, this year old kid, what happened to her? Right? She died because of where she lives. Her house is just where, her house um, is on the high street. And she died of pollution. She died just because she was alive. And so they found out that um, she developed complex, uh, you, know, you know the story, isn't it? It's been on the papers, right? Oh, she, de she developed complex, complex respiratory issues just because um, she was breathing. And so one of my uh, sons lives in a particular country, and he found out that um, when they were living in a certain part of town, his daughter was, that is my granddaughter now, uh, in faith, was always having um, is it asthmatic attacks. And then one day, their, their um, rent ran out, and they decided to move to another part of town. And they just realized that just by changing location, right, that um, the constant attack, asthmatic attack, attacks, just stopped and just ceased. That was when it dawned on them that they were living in a very highly um, polluted area. So I, I shared all that to tell you that life is complex. The little girl didn't know what's in her environment. The little girl didn't know, the mother of the girl didn't know what in her climate. As far as they're concerned, we've bought a house in a very nice area. I mean, you know what? It's walking distance to this train station. It's right on the high street. Now, that would have been, that is, that would have been the kind of things that adds equity to a house, isn't it? So you must understand that life is complex. Now, there are certain things in life that will affect you. It's not everything that affects you that you see. There's no way that young girl could have seen the um, pollution in the atmosphere. There's no way. There's no way my spiritual son could have, um, it doesn't, I mean, it, you can't go around with um, some kind of measurement trying to test out the level of pollution in the, in the, in the atmosphere. If you do that, you will come out of your house, right? So there are things that affect you that you cannot, you cannot see. So these things, they are just, so that these things, these issues just makes life, right, complex, and it can be uncertain, so that means that for you and I to really excel in life, right, we need a guide and we need a guard. We need someone to point out the direction to us and we need someone to protect us from mishap, miscalculations and negative intentions. And that's where the word of God comes in. That's where the Bible comes in. That's where your faith comes in. 
That's why it's a massive investment of time and a positive one that is profitable for you to invest your time spiritually in the word of God and in your faith, to grow in your faith. Now, the deeper you go in your faith, the more uh, spiritual capability or confidence in faith that you have to live everyday life victoriously. Amen. Amen. So, we want to look at Psalm 100, and I want to bring out five commands in this scripture that will help us live life better. These are the things, the things we read about in the Bible, they are for our, um, they give us revelation, so we can translate revelation into relevance, right, and then apply our faith to our relevance. Does that make sense? So through relevance, it then, we then have a solution. So the Bible gives us ways how to live on this earth, your modus operandi, your plan, your practices, your processes. And so I want to bring out some of those five commands from this Psalm 100 that will help you and serve you well as long as you live on planet earth. Amen. So the Bible says in Psalm 100, it says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. It then says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And you will notice in this verse that there's nothing suggestive about this. It's saying, shout for joy, not, not if you wish. Do you understand? It says, shout for joy to the Lord. Not some people, all. All the earth, it says. Then it says, worship the Lord with gladness. Worship the Lord with gladness. These are commands. These are commands. These are the things that put you in control in life. Because life can take you through a detour at times. It says, know that the Lord is good. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout what? Throughout all, all generations. Praise the Lord. And so we'll look at that, uh, that, the very first verse it says here, and look, pay attention to what the Bible says here. The very first thing it says, it says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you earth. And so this is a, for me, 33 years, I still work on this on a daily basis. 33, no? 30 years of being in faith. That. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you earth. I'm on planet earth. As long as I'm on this earth, I must make a joyful shout to the Lord all the time. So someone says, oh, but pastor, wow, you know, you're always excited. This is the reason why I am always excited. Does that mean, pastor, oh, do you, do you um, so does that mean that um, you never receive any bad news? Hey, you want to hear my cat? I mean, just hanging around with church folks, Right? There are certain things that happen to church members. They just ruin your day. But you must still what? Shout to the Lord with what? A joyful shout. That was the first command. You shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. 
It means that it means to shout forcefully. When last did you shout to the Lord forcefully? Shout for joy, not shout of joy. Yeah? Shout for joy, the Bible says. And then you make that shout to the Lord. In good times, in bad times, in confusing times, it doesn't matter. So from, from the depth of our heart, we are meant to shout and praise him. If you don't know what else to do, shout and praise him. Shout and praise him. Shout and praise him. 1993. I'm sure you know this, this story. Is it, no? 1990. Uh, one of the 90s. <laughs> Got a, this job I was, I was on, and I really, really loved the job. And uh, you heard this tell the story several times. What? And, I, and they, they asked me to leave because, because I was writing my sermon, and I emailed the sermon to myself, and uh, they were going to just kick me. They, were, they literally were going to kick me off. So I decided to walk off. And we just bought a house. In fact, that was a week. It was September. Um, when did we? 2003 it is. Correct? Can't remember? Okay. One of the... One of the yeah? That, yeah. Now, that was the year the church started. 2003. Can you imagine that? Yeah? You have to move that week. That week, isn't it? September 2003. We just moved into our current home, got to the office and that day, I was, so I was praying for the Friday service, emailed myself, and then they, they just, I mean, in fact, thinking back now, I think I deserve to be sacked in a way. I mean, it, well, I was, I was writing about the communion, you know, and I, I was talking about eat his flesh and drink his blood. <laughs> you know, they, what's this vampire movie they do? They, what's, this, um, what's this vampire movie? Yeah. Huh? No, no, no. Ah, it's a DJ. Dracula. Dracula is there. That's how we know that you don't have hair anymore. <laughs> we say vampire movie and he goes Dracula. Can I, I mean, no, no, no. To Twilight, mate. Twilight, mate. That's how we know the category of age, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bookie, you and your boyfriend watch Twilight. Dracula. <laughs> this is where to live one we squeak. This is where to live one we go. Dad, seriously? <laughs> Dracula, seriously, Dad? <laughs> so, so it's, it's, uh, now, if, if Twilight movie was already out, right, maybe they would have kept me in the journey. <laughs> maybe the director would have been a Twilight fan. I don't know. I don't know. But man, the guy said, we're so disturbed. This eat his flesh and drink his blood. I said, man, this guy, would you kick the guy? <laughs> so I, I, and I left. I remember as I was leaving the building that day. You know, my mind, I was confused. Because I said, what kind of attack is this? We just, moved, we just moved to a new house. But you see, somewhere in the midst of that attack, I, I broke out in a shout of joy. It's a shout for joy. I refuse to be intimidated. I refuse to be intimidated. Lord, I praise your name. Entered my car, sorry though, I was screaming. Do you know how many times I've sat in my car and then be screaming and banging and staring? Listen. Listen very carefully. Life is war. Man up, woman up, and fight your fight. 
Life is war. And you have everything you need to win this fight. You have everything you need at your disposal. And it's a greater is he that is in you than he that is in you. have everything you need. You have everything you need. Everything. Let me share one of our church members' testimony here. You know, um, he came to see me last week. Uh, you know, and um, uh, he, he, he said, that, Pastor, I just wanted to give you an update as to what's going on in my life. So he joined the church about 18 months ago, February. And then when he told me how he has um, moved forward in 18 months, where he was February last year, where he is now, how much he was on February last year, and what he's on now, right? I, I gave glory to God. And I, was, um, and I was sharing his testimony with um, somebody else, you know, who is not a member of the church. And he asked me a question. He said, Pastor Eddie, he said, I noticed that you have this kind of testimony in your church. I said, yes. He said, so how do you do it? I said, I don't do anything. I said, I don't do anything. I said, I just cultivate an environment for them to release and manifest what is already in them. That guy had always had the capacity to triple his income. He just needed an environment to birth it. Do you understand? And many of you here under the, under the sound of my voice, you cannot birth what is inside you because you don't have a midwife and you don't have the right environment. And that is our greatest asset here. Our spiritual environment is, is spirit-proof, watertight, demon-repellent. <laughs> After 16 years, you can't talk like that. Because first year, you say it's a fluke. Now, the testimonies people who joined the church 18 months are given in this church is the same testimony people who joined 10 years ago are given as well. So it means that we got, we got the Holy Ghost powers going on here. And one of it is shouting for joy. You must learn to shout for joy irrespective of how you feel because it is your weapon of war. You can't say, oh, I, I'm so, oh, you, know what, you know what, Pastor, I'm so much under attack, so I drop my weapon. How are you going to fight? Oh, you, so you want to drop your weapon and expect your enemies to have mercy upon you? Is that, is that a game? That's not what we do. That's not what we do. It's not what we do. So it's a shout for joy, all the earth, right? So that's what, that's what we do. We shout for joy. And the second command is you serve the Lord with gladness. <laughs> you serve the Lord with what? Gladness. This translation says, it says you worship the Lord with gladness. My translation says, New King James says, you serve the Lord with gladness. This, this is your barracks. This is where you live. This is where you dwell. You learn to shout for joy and you learn to teach your children to shout for joy and praise him and get excited at God and God's capacity and capability and his integrity and his character, not yours. And then he says, you serve the Lord with gladness. That is personal. I used to tell people, I said, look, I said, you know what? I said, me personally, 
I'm not a very confident person. I said, but one thing I know how to do very well, I'm a church rat. I know how to, I know how to just, you know, a rat in the temple is bigger than, than a lion in the bush, you know. So I have to be my church rat. I'm a church rat. I love just running around in the house of God and doing things in the house of God. And, and I find that the more I serve the Lord in any capacity with gladness, the more he elevates me, the more he promotes me. And I've been doing this, I've been doing this, I, moved, I came into UK May 29, 1997, correct? 97, yeah. And then we joined the local church. That was my, serving the Lord with gladness was my ticket out of poverty. Serving the Lord with gladness was my ticket out of a hole. Living in a room in a house, sharing one toilet and one bathroom. Where I come from, I did not experience poverty where I come from. I don't know what I'm saying about third world country. I did not experience poverty when I was home. I experienced poverty in first world country. Could you tell my parents where I was living? How are you? I'm fine, Daddy. I'm fine, Daddy. I'm fine. How's how the family? I say I'm fine. We are fine. A room in a house, sharing toilets, ah. sharing one bathroom and one toilet. Can you imagine living in a kind of place that when you growing up, your mother would say, "Don't go to that area." <laughs> Can you imagine, imagine that? Serving the Lord with gladness. So we joined this church. So I called my wife. I said, Bola, listen. I said, you know, I said, all of these guys, I said, I like the way they speak. They are so articulate. I mean, you just hear that. You know, some, and then I was, I was new in the UK. I mean, here's one. You see, see them today, but I'm happy that you're my, you my church member now. So you and I were in the same club. But in those days, I mean, some point they just speak. You know, I could barely hear what they were saying. I was so mesmerized by their accent. It was so nice. I said, like, wow, man, this is communication, man. These guys are gifted. So I said, but you know something? I said, we cannot compete with all of these guys, you know. I said, but for us to compete with the guys we have met in England, I said, we've got to go deep into God. I said, you and I, we will serve the Lord like nonsense here. Thank God for my kind of wife. So we started serving. There's no department with everywhere. Where, where are we going to? We serve, we serve, we serve, and with joy. We serve with joy. We serve with joy. The one the pastor asks to do, you do. The one the pastor they don't ask to do, you do. The one they ask your neighbor to do, you do. The one they give. <laughs> I'm telling you. Serve the Lord with gladness. The way we were serving, you would have thought, we would. We find we intimidated the ministers with this, our service. Intim if the pastor was not careful himself, we also intimidated the pastor. Huh? So is he only you? Yeah, it's only me. <laughs> I'm telling you, serve the Lord with gladness. And it wasn't only here. When I was in Cyprus, right, the same thing. I was pulling, I was pulling a 16-hour shift working in a factory in Cyprus. And at the, end of that, at the end of that shift, and we head straight to church to go and clean the toilet. And then run from the, from the, from the toilet, from the church office, church, go to the church office to go and do the bulletins for the next day. After 16 hours of, of working in a factory. 
serve the Lord with gladness. One day I was coming back, I was coming back tired and sleepy, and I was going back, going, going back home, and, and I heard God's voice. He said, my son, because you have done this, I will see to it that I set you up on high, Cyprus. You know, sometimes today I see people speak grammar and make excuses of our service. I say, you know what I tell myself? You don't know what life is. And you've not seen anything. You don't know what life is. Serve the Lord with what? Gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness of heart. Number three. He says, come before him, come before his presence with what? Singing. This is how to go to church. <laughs> this is how to go to church. How will you come into God's presence and then you have fought? You are angry with your spouse, angry with the children, upset with them. The kids are tiptoeing around you like the demon is in town, you know. And then you say, where are we going? Say, we are going to church. We are going to church. What kind of religion is that? He said, listen. He says, what? What did he say? Come before his presence with what? Bring your own joy to the party. Look, master key for prosperity. One master key for survival and success in England. I think, I think this, this is my recommendation. Master key for raising children in England. I was there, I was, I was um, instead of twins, we're sharing their story of faith in England. And they were saying that they were molested by their uncle in their home under the nose of their father and their mother. <laughs> At the age of six, so how do you want to raise your kids without God? And not in school. At home. Don't be a control freak. There's no part of your life you can manage by yourself. So the earlier you submit, the better. I submitted 30 years ago. I was sitting there with Pastor Bola in the car. I said, Bola, I said, you know, I said, I wish I'm very, I wish I'm very confident. I said, I don't feel, I said, you know, I see some people, they just exhume confidence. I said, I don't have it. I've always wanted to, to, Release a product that will be a that will be a blessing to the body of Christ. Now my sons came together and they make it happen. Now I, all I need to do is deliver. And I said, I said, I'm not confident. And she, she said, Why? I said, I don't know. I gave up that control thirty years ago. How? You, you cannot manage your career. You cannot manage your enterprise. You cannot manage your children. You cannot manage your economy. You cannot manage which part of your life do you really have control over? Tell me. So the question is, what exactly are you doing about it now? This, this is what I did about it. And this is what I'm doing about it. You sing for joy. 
Sing for joy. Sing for joy. Come before him singing. Psalm 98 verse 4 says, Shout for the Lord. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpet, the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who love it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. So you must, have, you must come to God with a joyful heart. You have to. It doesn't matter what you are going through. This is your, this is your weapon and means of survival. It's, it's the bullets in the, they are the bullets in your gun. So you cannot afford to drop your weapon. You can't be so sad, right, and so worried that you drop your weapon. We don't do that. We don't do that. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but the Bible says they are mighty in God for the pulling down of, we don't drop it. So when I'm praising God and I'm singing, it doesn't mean that I don't have challenges. It doesn't mean that things are, are all okay around me. It just simply means that this is my solution out of that problem. Do you understand? So you shout for joy. Let your house, let your house be full of joy. It, let be full of, be, break out in singing. Be happy. Be full of joy. When you are coming to church, from, sun, from Sunday, I'm, Saturday night, I'm already getting excited at being in his presence. Already excited. Some folks will just probably just wake up in the morning and then because you have to be in church, then you are just everywhere just tensed up. Everywhere just tensed up. Like we are preparing to go to a funeral. Kids are not happy. Dad is not happy. Mother is not happy. Everybody is like, uh, everywhere is tensed up. You know? But this is your key. Where is your sacrifice of praise? Where is it? Number four. It says, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his, and we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. He said, know that the Lord is God. That's a, that's a first commandment there. The question is, do you know that the Lord is God? You know, knowing that the Lord is God is not um, what you think about. It's what you settle in your spirit. Know that the Lord is God. Know that the Lord, he is God. He's got you in mind. Know that the Lord is what? Is God. Settle that in your spirit. I may not understand anything. I may not understand everything. In fact, I understand very little. But one thing I know, God is God. Amen? God is God. He is king. He is champion. He's a name above every other name. It's a set, you settle that. In. And number two, he's on my side. I may not know what he's doing all the time, but one thing I know is he is on my side. God is on my side. Settle that. Uh, Pastor, I don't have a job. Yeah, God is on your side. Pastor, I don't feel well. God is on your side. Pastor, I've just been laid off. God is on your side. 
Every time a door closes, they say somewhere, he opens a window. Find the window. God is on your side. Oh, pastor, I'm drowning in debt. Ah, you are not the first one. Even your whole country is drowning in debt. God is on your side. It's not, it's not true. Are you the first one? You, you, can't, you can't have support when you live in a bankrupt economy. What's your, uh, yeah? Do you, have, do you have not heard how much they say your nation is owing EU? They say 39 trillion. Uh, so your share is also there. <laughs> are, you the, are you the foreign minister? Are you the, are you the finance? The guy in number 11 is sleeping, sleeping very well. Why are you awake? God is on your side. Oh, pastor, the credit card company are writing to me. You should write them back. <laughs> ah, yeah. You are a control freak. Write them back. Many years ago, one of our sons came and said, Ah, Pastor, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm going to die. My heart palpitation. Ah, all the credit cards come. I said, What's the problem? I said, They harass me. You harass them back. <laughs> ah, Pastor, I'm serious. Ah, I said, Do I look as if I'm. I'm do I look as if I'm. I'm ah. Write them back. Tell them due to the current economic crisis. <laughs> ah, you're laughing. Wait now. Here is the testimony. <laughs> no, ah. ah you remember? Write them back. Write them. Why are you hiding? Write them. <laughs> I said, write them back. Don't hide. It's David versus Goliath. David did not run. Stand and fight. Due to the economic, due to the current economic climate, of which our foreign, uh, our finance minister has been unable to provide a solution for, I am unable at this point in time to maintain my consistent and frequent payment of my objections. I hereby request that you waive my interest. Unless if you have a financial solution to the economy. <laughs> it sounds like a joke. <laughs> hey, look. You're laughing. No, no, no. I'm serious. They figure I'm laughing, though. But so they figure I'm joking. I'm not joking. No, seriously. No, seriously. No, seriously. They waved it. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> seriously. They waved it. Uh -uh. The country is in debt. Is, you know, is, is, do you know how much they borrow, borrow from my IMF? So, what's your problem? Why do we have, if we have surplus, if you have surplus, will you, have a, will you need a finance minister? What is he managing? He's managing debt. Your council, your council, your council, many of you, many of you are in your boroughs, your boroughs, you have a debt council. You can't say, oh, your council is in debt. My friend, go and sleep. <laughs> oh, you, well, everything I'm serious, they're laughing. <laughs> Ah. Oh, when I came in applying for my visa application, right, in the home office, I, I wrote to them. I said, listen, right? I said, I'm, I, need to, I need to issue, I wrote to my case, case, case officer. I said, I have a very lucrative job. I said, but however, every time I travel out of this country on a Nigerian passport, I said, I'm always embarrassed. I said, so, I hereby inform you that you should please release, give me a British passport immediately. I said, because of my economic contribution towards, because of my <laughs> financial contribution towards the economy. I said, now, I do not have any reason to resort to, 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 resort to public funds. I can take care of myself. However, your consistent refusal to issue my British passport right now is, is, is affecting my financial capability. So I, therefore, I insist, <laughs> 10 days. 10 days. Pop the red thing on the passport and I say, hey. And I wrote them a second time. Thank you very much for your cousin. 
say this. I will hear about now progress with, with <laughs> increasing my increasing my net worth in the country. Thank you very much for your understanding. Ten days. <laughs> Ten days. So so you won't, so they are writing you and then you will not open your 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 letter. They say why? Say because it's red. Then color it blue. <laughs> Read it and re reply back. You are running a business. All these years I've been paying. What do you do with the money? Eh? What do you do with the money? Why are you afraid? You run the economy. I run my home. We are both finance ministers. You are the CEO of your uh, mega mega corporation, and the CEO of my home. So MD is talking to MD. CEO is talking to C. Oh, because you like too much. So where are you running to? We don't run. We don't run. <laughs> shocked. You don't run. Why are you running to? No. God is in control. God is in control. So settle where God stays in your life. For me, he's behind me. A backer, he's behind me. Set, that is not what we think about. You settle it in your spirit. That is behind me. So settled. You can't harass me. Am I the first debtor? I, is, is debtor my, my local language? There's no debtor in my local language. It's English. <laughs> what's, the, what's the debtor? Is that is the debtor? In my language, we don't have. He said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. I don't have debtor in my books. <laughs> Debtor is your language. So it means you have experienced it before. You are used to people owing you. So why are you harassing me? So let us talk. Walk up to your bank and say, look, I can't pay all this. Can you please consolidate all this amount and give me a lower interest rate? Because that is still better for you. Because if I run, <laughs> if, I look, if I go bankrupt, you can't, if I go bankrupt, you can't, you can't. And you know that it's in my interest that I stay. I stay <laughs> It is, you know it is in my interest. It is your interest and my interest that I keep paying this. So the little I give you is better than none. If I go bankrupt, you cannot be for seven years and I don't have anything to lose. Look at your manager, eyeball to eyeball, nose to nose, forehead to forehead. <laughs> and stop running away. Give you stress. Then you now, the death won't kill you, but high blood pressure will kill you. <laughs> now, after God has now rescued you, how do we then solve the high blood pressure problem? Kidneys are gone. Liver is gone. <laughs> you died on your way to your Canaan. Not because the enemy is powerful, but because of your fear. Number five. God guides us to the place of his security and rest. He says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. No, he says, it is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. The sheep of his pasture. So he guides us to the place of security, place of plenty, and place of rest. He guides us. That's a command. He will never fail. He will never give up on me. He's right by my side. He's right behind me. 
He's right behind you. That's what God is. He says, know that the Lord is God. He is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. You and I, we belong to God. Allow God do. Don't die before God steps in. Don't faint before God steps in. Don't faint. Don't give up because before God steps in. And don't defend God. I don't defend God. That's why that lady said, he said, if I perish, I perish. The other Daniel said, he said, the Lord, the God that we serve is more than able to deliver us. Even if it doesn't, we don't care. We want to go, we go. So we go down, we go down. But we don't make excuses. Our God is so allow him work for us. Do you understand? He will bring you to a place of plenty. The enemy you see today is gone tomorrow. What is fear to you today because you don't know where you are going to is gone tomorrow. Fear not. Stand firm. He said, fear not and stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord. You are not the first and you will not be the last. And your case will not be, the, will not be God's first failed project. Rise to your feet and let us pray.